today on the Trend Out Loud podcast. Kanye West came to Adidas and totally, totally changed the whole dynamic and conversation about Adidas. Adidas is completely wrong for doing this. What up? It's your boy Trent Out Loud and I am back with another episode. All right, I got a good show set up for you guys today. I got one lead story. We're going to talk about Kanye West. I got quick news. We're going to talk about Russell Simmons, uh, Ray J, Beyonce, Drake, and a few others. Then, of course, you know, I got question of the day. And then we touch a little bit on sports news. We're going to talk about LeBron and Bronny. Y'all know what time it is. Put your headphones on. Put your earbuds in. Turn your devices up. I'm about to start this show. Let's go. Kanye West speaks out against Adidas and accuses them of selling fake Yeezys and not paying him. All right, um, as you all know, whoever follows this podcast regularly, I have been covering Kanye since he came out with his album with Ty Dollar Sign um, and his pod socks. And I told you, uh, once Kanye gets the, the marketing machine going, uh, then we're going to start seeing him go back to his footwear because that's where he makes the bulk of his money. So the album and the album release was to get everybody talking, to get him back in the headlines. Same thing with so his album uh, uh, release and his music. Then he brings his wife, brings his wife everywhere with him. She's half naked most of the time. Uh, everyone's paparazzi talking about him. So Kanye West, the last two or three months, he's been in the news pretty much every day or every other day. Now you see him talking about Adidas and about Yeezy. Uh, let me show you, let me play the clip. Let me explain really clear to you guys what's happening with Adidas. Not only are they putting out fake colorways that are non-approved, they're suing me for $250 million and they're also not paying me for these shoes that they're putting out. All right, so before I get to reading the article to you guys, uh, so as some of you may know, I was in the sneaker industry for 15, close to 20 years, okay, having one of the biggest sneaker boutiques in Canada. I was uh, one of the stores to sell the first Yeezys. I even sold Nike Yeezys when he was at Nike. So I know every single thing that's going on with this story. Um, I think, just my opinion, that Adidas is completely wrong for doing this. I'm going to put up a picture in one second of what the shoe looks like that's coming out. It is the exact same Yeezy that he has been releasing with Adidas since I think 2015 or 2016. And um, I just personally think, like I said, I think this is wrong for Adidas to do. They're selling this the same silhouette and just taking the Yeezy brand off of it. They said they were going to do this when they split last year. We I covered this and talking about it. I think it is totally wrong. Adidas has a plethora of other styles and other products that they can make money on. I understand from their side where they invested a lot in Kanye um, and Kanye was a risk and, you know, they have all this money invested and everybody loves the silhouette, so they need to sell it. I understand it from a business point of view. I totally get it. I don't want to come around here and, and sound like I'm being ignorant. However, 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 you knew who Kanye West was when you signed him. You know the breakup with him and Nike. It was very well documented. Kanye West came to Adidas and totally, totally changed the whole dynamic and conversation about Adidas. I like I said to you, I was in the sneaker business before Kanye West went to Adidas and I had an Adidas account for... I, maybe seven or eight years before Kanye got, got there. I have never seen the energy come from Adidas 
like how the like the energy they put out when Kanye West was there. Nobody, nobody in the sneaker game was um, what could, could have compared to Nike's energy. Um, and the first time, the first uh, Yeezy release with Adidas completely turned Nike's building upside down, changed my business and changed everyone's uh, business that was in the sneaker industry. So. For all that that Kanye did, like I said in the beginning, I understand that he's losing you guys a lot of money, but for all that he did, you should just leave these silhouettes and the and the product that Kanye uh, did, you should just leave it alone and carry on with your other business just because of what he did and the attention and energy he brought to that uh, that brand. There's a whole generation of of kids that know that Yeezy, sorry, that know that Adidas name, know the Adidas name, Adidas logo because of Kanye. Yes, they would have known it before, but they would have known it only like in a soccer term or an athletic sense. There's a generation of kid that will look at Adidas as a fashion brand, um, and that is all attributed to Kanye West. So because of what Kanye has done for the brand, I get, I understand the mistake that he made, and now he's trying to fix it. He put out his apology. I understand if you don't want to work with him again. I totally get that. You should leave the sneakers alone. You should leave any single silhouette that resembles um, his... Well, Maybe you could have something that resembles, but this is a direct like copy. Um, you know, if you want to take maybe a little hints, because yes, Boost was there before him, but he still made Boost popular. There's a lot of things that you guys could do. Do something with the NMDs. Do something with tur- uh, uh, turbul- uh, tubulars. Tubulars, yeah. Um, I this is just as from coming from a sneaker community, coming from somebody who's been in the business for 20 years. I think this is really wrong. What Adidas is doing. All right. I got that off of my chest. Let me read a little bit to you. Um, Anybody who loves Ye would not buy these fake Yeezys. I never made these colorways and I'm not getting paid off of them and Adidas is suing me. Then he goes on to talk about celebrities and something with his children, etc. He said, uh, a Fortune 500 company taking advantage of one of your heroes in real life um, and no one's going to say anything. As far as the system, system goes... Uh, what y'all are doing and taking my album down, etc. He goes on on a rant. Then he says, all the new non-approved 350s are corny and nobody knows the three, uh, and everybody knows the 350s been corny. He's even saying that the 350s are already just done and over with. So he does not want to see any of these Yeezys coming out. So that's the entire story. You guys could judge and take your for your own opinions. Uh, you could buy the Yeezys if you want. However, like I said, that's what Kanye says. That's just my opinion. Not I always say every time I talk, talk about Kanye, I never excuse what he said, his anti-Semitic remarks. I'm not saying that I'm a fan. I'm not saying anything like that. All I'm just talking is from a perspective, from a business point of view, and for somebody that's been in the secret game for 20 years. Y'all draw your own conclusions. All right, this brings us to quick news. Ring my bell. Russell Wilson opens up about raising children with Sierra. Um, I'll give you guys a quick little background. Excuse me. Uh, Russell is always getting dragged in the sports world, in football world, and also just online with people about his relationship with Sierra. Uh, In the football world, you know, he once was a really promising quarterback brought his team to a Super Bowl but never got a ring so he gets dragged people are saying that Russell is over and he should just give up Um, Denver just gave him a big contract 
So a lot of people in Denver don't like him as their quarterback and would like to see the Broncos trade him. On the flip side, in the you know in the entertainment world, Sierra is a big singer and she's been with Future, 50 Cent, Bow Wow, and everybody always drags Russell about like he's a punk, he's corny, he's weak, he's not a man, etc., etc., etc. But now he just sat sat down and did a podcast talking about raising baby future the first time he met him and now every single woman online is in love saying why you guys keep dragging russell wilson and all of this stuff so anyways take a listen when i walked in the room and i saw little future he's nine months at the time or whatever and he crawls in my lap and it was like you know this is going to be my responsibility i remember leaving that night and god's god said saying to me raising this child it's going to be your responsibility princess love and ray j file for divorce yet again all right, I don't even know really too much about this story, but uh, I know Ray J, well, Ray J from back in the day, ran uh, Brandy's brother. Uh, but, you know, Ray J has been up on The Breakfast Club. He's doing some stuff with, like, he has some headphones. So he's in and out of the news. But he is always, him and his wife are always filing the, for divorce. It must be literally, like, the fifth or sixth time they're doing this. So I just thought it would be funny to talk about it. Um, it looks like, well, I guess I, sh- I, guess I shouldn't say funny because you don't want to find any humor in somebody getting divorced and, and losing, you know, and their family breaking up. But Ray J is just crazy, man. So anyways, uh, it looks like Princess Love and Ray J are headed for Splitsville once again. See, once again. Uh, Princess took to the gram to announce that she and Ray J have made a decision to divorce after much recollection, decision, and counseling. The two led... Uh, the two tied the knot back in 2016 and has filed for divorce in the past, but reconciled while while building their family. Princess reassures that their latest decision uh, was made thoroughly and with mutual respect and consideration for each other's well-being. So, you know, shout out to Ray J, man. Ray J is hilarious. He's a good dude, though. Everybody always makes fun of Ray J. Ray J is a good dude. Hopefully, they could reconcile maybe one more time and keep their marriage going, but... I just wanted to put y'all on notice. I don't have a take on it like I normally do, but Ray J, Princess Love, falling for divorce once again. Big shout out to Beyonce. Queen Beyonce's Texas Hold'em has hit number one on Billboard Hot 100. Uh, I talked to you guys about this last week. She uh, was the first uh, black woman and first woman in general to have a, to debut on the country charts to debut number one on the country, on the country charts. But this is the Billboard Hot 100. So this is all genres together. I think last week when she came out, she was number two. So she debuted at number two on the Billboard Hot 100. And this week now she's at number one. So shout out to Beyonce. Everybody when it first came out was like, ah, oh, why is Beyonce, Beyonce doing a country album? Why is she doing this? I have loved the song from the minute I heard it uh, at the Super Bowl. Or I heard it, sorry, right after the Super Bowl. Um, I'm in Canada. I didn't get to see the commercial that she debuted it. I think it was with Verizon. But um, no, man, I have said this before. I love the first uh, act one off of Renaissance. I'm excited to see what act two is going to be like. Country music. Um, I actually like country music. I think I talked about this before and, uh, I'm really interested to see what act three is going to be like, but it looks like this is ramping up. She's number one. This album is going to come out, I think at the end of March, but anyways, shout out to Queen Beyonce. Wendy Williams documentary producers say if we knew she had dementia, no one would have rolled a camera. All right. This is crazy to me. I talked with you guys, I think it was yesterday, about 
Wendy Williams documentary that everybody was coming out and talking about it. I think it was a lifetime three-part documentary. Everybody's on CNN everywhere of, uh, of Wendy Williams coming out having dementia. And I told you, although that I didn't see it, I found it a little bit weird that alcohol induced dementia. Then some people come out and say that it's, um, uh, that there's no such thing and we don't know what she really has and it's just dementia and just, it's all confusing. Regardless of that, all right. And at Astle yesterday, I talked about that it looked to me like it was more of a money grab because she's so out of it. Like, why are we even recording her like this? Because it's not like you're sitting down with doctors and, and talking about the, the, her diagnosis. For example, like sitting down with somebody like Oprah or sitting down with, I don't know, some, a journalist and just having her being interviewed with her doctors there. That would be bringing awareness because this is her whole point is bringing awareness so I really think it was more um, of a money grab like I said yesterday regardless of whatever the reason was is that Wendy doesn't look good and you could tell that from little clips but now the producers are coming out and saying if we would have known during filming that she had dementia that we wouldn't be filming how could you sit there as a cameraman and be watching the girl be so confused not knowing what she's saying and not know, even if you don't know she has dementia, you got to know that something is wrong with her. Anyways, I don't like this whole thing. I don't like what's going on. I just think it's wrong. Listen, Wendy, do her own thing. She's got to do her own thing, but somebody on her team should take control of this. It's just, I don't know, just to me, it just looks like a mess. Don Lemon signs $24.5 million deal to split from CNN after he was fired from the network. I'll read the quick article to you. Um, it's no secret that Don Lemon no, work, no longer works at CNN after being fired back in 2023, but the former primetime host is taking them coins with him as well. According to The Wrap, Don and the network finally reached a settlement deal uh, with Don taking $24.5 million, which would be the full complete pay from his final contract, which extended 3.5 years from his outstanding. Don found himself in some hot water with the network when he called Nikki Haley past her prime on TV, which caused some serious backlash from many, including his co-workers. Um, after being taken off the network for a little pause, he was ultimately let go. Uh, so yeah, I covered this also too when Don was let go. I don't believe that Don Lemon should have been let go. That's Don Lemon's style, but hey, I think it actually worked out for him. I remember saying this uh, when I covered this is that um, I think Dom, Don, Don, Don or Dom, <laughs> I think Dom, Don Lemon, uh, would be better off, um, on a podcast or, uh, on a uh, YouTube because he's very, very vocal. It's the same thing like Tucker Carlson. When Tucker Carlson got let go from Fox, uh, and now you see him on X, formerly Twitter, and he puts out his show there, uh, Don, sh uh, signed a similar deal to Tucker. So, uh, not only is he, you know, going to be independent, going to be on YouTube and going to be doing his thing in the podcast world. Like I always talk about, uh, Shannon Sharp's doing that. You see Stephen A. Smith, everybody that's on these news station and these, uh, these, what do you call it? The networks, the major networks, ABC, CBS, whatever. You're going to see slowly but surely they all are going to move off of these big major platforms and start going independent. That is the wave. That is the future of media. You don't have to worry about getting fired. You don't have to worry about being censored. 
On the flip side, there is a little bit of danger to that because now Tucker Carlson could say things that are not true and, you know, people like Donald Trump could, you know, spread whatever he wants. Like he's talking about the uh, not uh, really winning the election and the Democrats stealing it, which we all know that that's not true. So things like that, yes, can get a little bit out of hand. But for the most part, I love the idea of freedom of speech and not having to worry about like Don uh, getting fired. But anyway, shout out to Dom. He got his full contract and extension fully paid. So he doesn't have to do that work that he was going to do for four years. He got paid close to $25 million. I love when I see this. Yo, stick it to the networks. Do your own thing and be independent, man. Shout out to Don. All right, in our final story, Diddy has a new accuser. This has been in the news for a little while now, for the past couple of days. I didn't want to talk about it, but it's literally like boiling up. Um, Diddy hit with a new SA lawsuit. Uh, I don't, I, I, just to reiterate all the time, I gotta tell you guys, I cannot say these words because YouTube will flag it. Um, but you guys know it's what, what it stands for. An SA lawsuit from a former male employee says Diddy would touch him in certain places, uh, show, and he showed an alleged video of another male having intercourse with another male and was allegedly um, assaulted by um, young Miami's cousin. So I don't really know everything that's going on. I want to try to stay away from this story because it just looks like it's yeah, um, um, a money grab. Um, I don't know the whole thing that's going on behind it. Young Miami is involved and this is something involved. The lawyer came out and put out a statement, which I'm not going to read, or maybe I'll read it to you guys quickly. Um, Diddy's, Diddy's attorney says, male accuser is looking for a payday. We have overwhelming ind- indisputable proof um, that his claims are complete lies. Then uh, TMZ said something, uh, Little Rod is, is nothing more than a liar who is filing a $30 million lawsuit shamelessly looking for an undeserved payday. He, uh, his reckless name dropping about events that are pure fiction and simply did not happen is nothing more than a transparent attempt to gain, uh, to garner headlines. He adds, we have overwhelming indisputable evidence, etc., etc." So this is just, like I said, just another person coming at Diddy. This is a, a, a man now. I think this is the first male or maybe the second male, but Diddy was quiet out here for a while, and now another person has come out. I think, I, I don't want to ever say of like whose side I, I believe. I want to try to just stay neutral, but um, I will say that the first couple of women seemed a little bit more realistic. Let's just put it that way. And these ones, that the latest ones that have come, seem very outlandish and seem like, again, like, like his lawyer said, like it's just for a money grab. If it's not, and this guy was, um, whatever that word is, <laughs> and um, and he was taken advantage of, let's call it that, then obviously, you know, sue him, file these criminal charges, or do whatever. But talking about cr- criminal charges, again, why is every single person that's accusing Diddy, why are every single one of them only suing for money. Why is it always a civil trial? How come nobody is bringing charges against Diddy? This is what I don't understand. Why isn't even one of the accusers have enough evidence to file criminal charges? Because you could do both. You could do civil and you could do criminal. That just shows the, the priority of these people who are accusing. I'll just leave it at that. I don't like talking about this. I'll just leave it at that. And you think about that. 
All right, this brings us to question of the day. What is a small inconvenience that could ruin your day? Ryan Davis Comedy wrote, unexpected bills. Uh, Fashion Nova wrote, when the post office delays your package. Ha ha ha, Fashion Nova. Please see the cashier at the gas pump. If I wanted to go in, I would have gone in first. XOX says, thank you for your payment. How is that ruining your day? I guess because she's spending money or whatever. Um, Jasmine Shante wrote, Walmart not having Apple Pay. Woo, that's annoying. That is very annoying. Realizing you have no gas. Sorry, Eternal Stylee wrote, realizing you have no gas when you're in a rush. Yes. Somebody blowing at me as soon as the light turns green. And now I got to sit there till the next one changes. That's so mean. Exclusive key key. Exclusive underscore key wrote, somebody calling me and my music stops playing. One Stop Shop wrote, somebody pulling up right next to me in an empty car spot. What? Somebody pulling up right next to me in an empty, oh, in an empty parking lot. Yes, that's annoying. My phone not charging while I'm asleep, even though I had it on charge. That's a, that's annoying. 1228 wrote, missing an ingredients for dinner and having to go all the way back to the store. Yeah, that's annoying. All right, so those are all good ones. Uh, you know what? My small in- inconvenience that almost will ruin my entire day? Forgetting my belt. Yo, that's the worst ever. I hate that so much. Um, and it's not like I actually leave the house. It's more like if you're traveling. And when I go on the airplane, I always like to wear like Nike tech fleece or like a jogging pant so I'm comfortable. So I pa- I'll pack my jeans or pack my pants or pack my dress pants. But because I'm not wearing a belt going on the plane oftentimes not often but it's happened where I forgot to pack my belt then you get to the hotel you get to wherever you have to go you put on your jeans you're getting ready to go out and you have no belt yo that will completely ruin my day I refuse to wear my pants without a belt and have my pants sagging even a little bit I will go out I will buy a belt I don't care what it happened what happens I cannot wear my pants without a belt All right, that brings us to sports news. Uh, LeBron James slams brawny criticism after ESPN removes his son from the 2024 mock draft. He said, let that kid be, or let the kid be a kid. Uh, Yo, I feel bad for LeBron, man. I feel bad. Actually, I don't feel bad for LeBron. I feel bad for Bronny. Poor kid. Um, uh, LeBron James tweeted this. Can y'all please let the kid be a kid and enjoy college basketball? The work and the results will ultimately do the talking no matter what he decides to do. If y'all don't know, he doesn't care what a mock draft says. He just works. Earned, not given. I feel bad for Bronny, man. This kid must have so much pressure. Um, NBA Central tweeted this out. ESPN has removed Bronny James from its 2024 mock draft, now projecting him to be selected in 2025. Look, Jordan's kids uh, went through this. Marcus Jordan went through this too um, in college basketball. I don't think he made it out of college or maybe he just did one year. It doesn't look like Bronny is going to be all super promising he didn't skip college like his dad, but it's got to be hard. It's like Tiger Woods' son tried to make it in golf. He just he just shot an 86 the other day. I think it was like 16 over par. For those of you who don't know anything about golf, 
that's what I'll shoot on a good day, on a really good day, actually. And for Tiger Woods to be shooting that is bad. But getting back to Bronny, it's the same thing. Like, your father is one of the best basketball players in the world. It's it's not likely that the son is going to be as good. Um, and I think a little bit of this pressure um, is to, um, not a little bit of the pressure, but a little bit of the blame goes to LeBron James. He has said that he wants to stay in the league uh, so that he can play with his son. So that's going to put a lot of pressure on Bronny to know that my, my dad's getting older. He can't stay in the league forever. So if he doesn't make the draft this year and he gets drafted next year for 2025, he's got to stay a little bit longer. But anyways, man, shout out to shout out to Bronny. Take it one step at a time. Don't worry about what your dad is saying. Don't worry about ESPN. Just do your thing, man. Shout out to Bronny. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe. It's your boy. Turn it out. More content, you could subscribe, download, or listen to the Trend Out Loud podcast wherever you listen to your podcast, or you could watch us on YouTube. Just search Trend Out Loud. Show times and updates, you could follow us on all social platforms at Trend Out Loud. Dot com forward slash Trent. And then once you sign up for all uh, betting apps, and get all your rewards, go to your app store and download BetStamp and use promo code T-O-L. Peace!